The Eturakau Waste Waka is a new initiative making rubbish cleanups fun in an effort to inspire others to protect our environment. Now, founded and managed by Rata, he's been pushing around his customised trolley around Tamaki Makoto, blasting beats as he cleans up the streets. His TikTok account has amassed over 200,000 likes, and he's now launched an online campaign to raise funds and increase the reach his waste waka can have. To tell us more about his mission, Rata joins me now. Kia ora, Rata. Kilda, how are you going? Hey, I'm really good. This sounds fantastic. Can you just describe your setup for us? Yeah, so um, we've got a, a trolley that we went and constructed and um, we went and incorporated music because one of the things I like to do is um, have music at the same time while I'm doing kind of mahi and work because it, you know, it gets quite boring out there when you're doing such an intense labour job. Um, there's nothing really to keep you motivated. Well, that's true. So, so physically, can you just describe your, your, your the trolley that you um, that you've pimped out? <laughs> so, um, we've gone and welded up um, kind of like it's like normally like a normal shopping trolley, and we've put sirens on the top of it as well, um, as well as speakers in the actual enclosed um, in a nice wooden box. And um, yeah, it just looks like a kind of like a shopping trolley. We've got a nice bin bucket, and we've got and um, put a face of a of a tiki on the front of it. We call them ipipara, and that um, goes in with our application as well that we're designing in the process um, that will help track um, the kind of rubbish that we're kind of picking up out there in Tamaki Makoto at the moment. Um, and, yeah. Great. So what, what got you into this? What inspired the idea? What's interesting, so um, I used to drive a car, um, and when the process of moving back to Auckland, I had my car blow up. Um, and so I've been using my skateboard mostly to travel around Auckland and stuff. Um, and in the process, I started to see just huge amounts of rubbish. And for me, I grew up in a time where we didn't have rubbish. And I have my younger brother that lives with me and two children of my own. And one of the things that I just said is like, why are my kids having to grow up in this rubbish? Why are we growing up like this when we were given this beautiful chance to grow up in an amazing environment and now we're starting to see this disconnection from environment where we're coming into this digital space. And so that's why we try and do the TikTok platform because we've noticed that a lot of people are sitting in a digital space um, and there's no connection back to the environment and creating this awareness of how much rubbish is out there. And then we've got an Auckland mayor now that's taking out 30% of rubbish bins across Auckland now. And in that process, um, they're also going to be reducing the amount of times they empty those bins. And I just think it's maddening because I'm seeing huge amounts of rubbish out there. Per kilometre, we're filling over 118 litres of rubbish into our bucket. Um, and that's just on a normal one side of the road. Um, that's not on both sides of the road, by the way. And um, look, we go out for six hours. We do a full live stream six hours on our TikTok. Um, we have about 13,000 viewers that pass through our TikTok um, and you know, they, and they're just astonished about how much is actually out there within their sense of rubbish and it's becoming a really apparent issue and next year when everything takes effect with these budget cuts, uh, we can see the rubbish becoming a massive volume so I'm wanting to get on top of it before that even happens. What sort of rubbish are you seeing? Well, mostly um, it's quite interesting. We actually find huge amounts of rubbish are school lunches. Um, so what we've noticed is a lot of schools have taken out these school bins um, and stuff around their schools to create these initiatives to keep their school clean. 
But the issue is, is when the kids walk home, they're dropping huge amounts of rubbish. Um, for example, I've been around the Mount Roscoe area, and the Mount Roscoe grammar um, is a huge problem. And I went down there and spoke to the deputy principal, who's admitted openly that you know the school children are the main issues, but um, for some reason it's not on the agenda or the list of what they need to tackle and target. And I find that quite upsetting because... Um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, we should be focused on our environment in some fairness. And, like, it, it is a huge amounts of grab wrap. Um, that's a huge thing that we see in a lot of school lunches. And then alcohol, um, a lot of cans of alcohol, um, which is not too bad because the cans can be recycled, in a sense, and the glass bottles can be recycled. But the plastic, in that sense, is very difficult to recycle. So when we're looking at the different types of plastic we're collecting, um, we're trying to figure out what's general waste, what's recycling and what's compostable. And what we want to say to these companies is, hey, the general waste that's going out in there, we need to switch to this recycling model because that's what we're all about in this country and lead the change um, coming out of New Zealand. Mm. It's interesting. Back, back in my day, um, you know, there were massive public campaigns about picking up your litter, mm-hmm. and and uh, and it was really aimed at children. Yet, you know, you, you, what you've observed is the fact that you know a lot of this is coming from from school kids. Uh, what 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 sort of reaction are you getting from the public who see you? It's so interesting because because sirens are so controversial now at the moment in the sense that we see with the Quay Street um, with the with car scenes and stuff and how the kids are using the sirens to create a lot of noise. It's quite controversial. I find I get the older generation coming up quite aggressive towards me and then as soon as I talk to them and tell them about what we're doing, the whole persona changes. And that's what we really want to do. It's, it's about challenging the norm. So normally you would see someone that would be doing something like picking up rubbish and you think, what an amazing job. But they see us making all this noise and having this racket and some people get really upset and offended by it. And then when I have a talk and a corridor with them, their whole persona changes. Very much like the video that you would have seen on my YouTube um, about talking about when we come across certain people. The young children, they're absolutely fascinated because we've got a whole DJ turntables as well. So we run a whole DJ turntables um, off there and everything, and we teach um, people that do come out how to use the kind of DJ turntables and stuff. And what we really want to do is just get people aware of this rubbish issue. Essentially, it's not my job to go and pick up rubbish. It's my job to create this awareness of how much rubbish is out there because I wouldn't need to go and pick it up if we just put it in the bin in the first place. And so being able to get children that would normally be interested in the sirens that would probably be the cause of dropping rubbish and then to have a corridor and a conversation with them and for them to go out and just pick up three pieces of rubbish and put it back in, into the bin that we walk around in, you know, it's starting that initial change and becoming more aware of their environment. And they would never have been aware just because of the fact that they've never been, you know, it's not something that's ex- exciting or different doing this kind of activity out there for these children. Um, and, you know, people around my age, I'm 27 myself, um, they absolutely love it because I think what we see is, is when we go into high school and stuff, and that's where the main problem is in their high schools, we're not really caring about their environment. And as we leave high school, we start to actually really care about the environment so heavily when we go into university. And the take-on from the university people is just amazing. You know, it's been one of the biggest intakes of, um, of people being really addicted to what we do is because of their incorporating music as well as picking up and cleaning up the rubbish um, and doing those types of things. So people are just amazed on what we actually do in that sense, yeah. Yeah, uh, what an amazing initiative. If people in Auckland want to help out, is there a way they can get involved? Definitely, 
Definitely, because that's what we really want. People, you know, the, the bigger this momentum, you know, one of the one of the reasons why we designed it in, in the sense of a DJ workstation is I was watching a guy in the UK who rides a bike around um, and he has a DJ workstation and he has over, you know, a thousand people coming out to just listen to music. And I said, what if we get all those people to come out to listen to music and doing something for the environment at the same time? How good would your co-papa, your heart feel after doing something like that? And that's what we really wanted to change. So the more people that we can get to come out to enjoy this kind of music, you know, it's like a, a summer session or a Sunday session or something like that, um, and to enjoy this activity and to do something where we're creating awareness as well, it's really what we really want to do in Manpower. So if you really want to come out and do it, definitely. issue at the moment is that I don't have a vehicle to transport the waste walker. Um, so <laughs> I have to walk it everywhere. Like I walked it down to Only Hunger yesterday, um, down the hill and we spend about six hours and we track over probably 10 kilometres um, and in that time we pull about four bins which is about close to 500 litres of rubbish out of the streets. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of rubbish for just a, you know, a small area. Um, have you had others approach you from other parts of, of New Zealand wanting to do something similar? Yes, so um, because of our TikTok platform, you know, we get a massive outreach um, and we've had someone come from Christchurch wanting to do the same. And so we've designed a video on how to build the waste walker um, on our TikTok page. It's a real short kind of thing on what we kind of did. And because and what we did is we found the trolleys that have just been laying in creeks and stuff and we just pulled them out of there and we've just recycled them. And so it's almost like we've taken the idea of these capitalistic trolleys and have turned them into the sustainable way of living and that's what we really want to promote is I think we need to move out of this concept of growing this capitalist economy and creating a sustainable economy and so many of us children are now wanting to do this kind of um, lifestyle so yeah it's yeah. becoming a massive growing thing and people are really wanting to jump on board on this initiative and to do it differently and so you know we really want to try and grow this as big as we can um, because, you know, the more people that are going out there and actively wanting to participate in the environment, the better it's going to be for us at all. And we can continue to advertise a clean green out here at all in New Zealand. But at the moment, I, you know, I'm going to say it, but we're not. Um, and the people that are in charge of um, ensuring that are not meeting that um, agreement and we're wanting to put that as our main marketing sticker, but yet we're not fulfilling what's in behind that. And I think mm. it's really frustrating. Mm. Well, uh, keep up the excellent mahi, Rata. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and, and spreading the word. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, if you guys want to donate and give a little, um, we have a give a little page that is operating at the moment. Um, we want to electrify the trolley and put solar panels on the trolley so they don't have to push around and then we can start reaching out to, to other communities and stuff and build more of these kind of things that will go out um, and also, um, if you're wanting to come and be a part of it, we are in the Mount Roscoe area. We do meet up at Keithay Park, which is one of the biggest central parks in Auckland. Um, and then we track out from there and move across Auckland. And we normally are out on Saturday and Sunday. And through the week, I go out myself personally through the week. But Saturday and Sunday are normally our operational days that we, um, we invite people to come out and to participate in the fun. Wonderful. Uh, thanks so much, Rata, for, for joining us and telling us your story. Brilliant. Rata from Eturako Waste Waka.